Welcome to Adulthood Made Easy, a podcast from Real Simple Magazine that will not only help you navigate real life, but win at real life. I'm your host, Sam Zabel. I'm two years out of college, and now is the time when many of my friends are considering going back to school, going to business school, going to law school. My sister right now is applying to medical school. And there are so many options out there for getting that extra bit of professional training and pursuing your path and getting a little bit ahead and finding a way to work your passion into your everyday. And it so happens that one of my friends here in New York is working and going to school. She is going part-time to culinary school, and that is Grace Elkis. And you might remember her from the episode a few months back that we did on making new friends. So here we are today in the studio, old friends now. So welcome, Grace. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. And Grace is now the associate food editor at RealSimple.com, and she's also going to culinary school Wednesday nights and all day Saturday while she works full time. And she doesn't complain at all. And (laughs) I would complain all the time. So I thought we would talk to Grace a little bit today about what it's like to go back to school, what the financial situation was when you have to pay for a whole other skill set, and how she feels like it's helping her pursue her passion of food. So Grace, it's a lot of stuff to cover today. I'm excited. I'm ready. So one thing that really inspired me about you going back to culinary school was I felt like it really, so many people diverge from the path. They graduate school and they find themselves on a totally different wavelength. But you've really stuck to the fact that you wanted to go to culinary school and you found a way to make it happen. Do you feel like it's been difficult to stay on that food path or do you feel like it's been really easy for you to keep pursuing your passion after college? So I actually think it's been pretty easy because from high school, I knew I wanted to do journalism. And then once I entered college and was given the flexibility to kind of write about what I wanted to in some of my classes, even for the school newspaper, I was actually doing like the crime beat for a while for the newspaper (laughs) and realized that was not for me. So I knew I wanted to do more lifestyle type of journalism. And I've always just been into cooking. And so for me, this is so cliche, but it kind of feels to me like I can't believe this is my job because I love to cook so much and I love to write. And so being able to combine them is just very natural. But the decision to go to culinary school wasn't immediately clear for me because a lot of there's a lot of opinions out there about whether if you're not going to go be on the line in a kitchen, whether it makes sense to spend the money on school. And I knew I didn't want to work in a restaurant. I knew I wanted to continue in food media. And what's funny is we've talked about your class and you are one of the youngest, if not the youngest people in in your class right now. What school are you attending? We should tell people that. It's called the Natural Gourmet Institute. It's in Chelsea in Manhattan in New York City. And it's a health-focused culinary school, which made sense for me because I'm actually a vegetarian. So we're learning a lot of things that I've already found myself applying to my personal and professional cooking. So like we said, you're one of the youngest people in your class, if not the youngest. So it's funny that you said you took some time to think about it when it seems like other people who (laughs) went to culinary school took five, 10 years. Why, why did it take you just two years? How did you, how did you feel like that now is the time? It's true. Sometimes I beat myself up or I think like, oh, we've been working for so long and I'm so behind on this. And then it's kind of like, okay, step back, reality check, like we're still young. And yeah, a lot of the a lot of my classmates have had entirely different careers and are now kind of switching paths. So I do feel fortunate that I discovered that this is something I wanted to do early on. 
But I actually, when I interned in New York over the summers in college, I had toured a couple of schools and thought about attending them directly after college. You toured a couple of culinary schools. Yes. So that's what I mean by like kind of thinking about it for a while and then really making the decision uh, this past summer. So just a few months ago that now felt like a good time to go. So you're going twice a week. Right. How does that How do you feel? Do you feel like it's exhausting? How do you balance work and school, especially when they're so similar? Like, do you ever feel like you get to culinary school on Wednesday nights, you just did a whole day of food journalism, (laughs) and all you want is takeout? Or is that not how food people think? No, is that just me? It definitely can be exhausting. I think I'm still kind of at the beginning of it. So I'm still in that kind of honeymoon phase where I'm like, this is amazing. And I think Saturdays are tricky because after a long week of work, it's hard to wake up at 730 and and go in for a full day. But I think that's the biggest part of it is that it's what I'm passionate about. And so for me, like I said, you know, it's fun to be in the kitchen. And granted, we've had like some boring lectures where, you know, my eyes are definitely closing or I'm not super interested in like you know, how long to soak beans after a long day of work. But it's also really gratifying when I learn something in school and then the next day I'm able to give that tip to real simple Facebook audience on Facebook Live. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So or even just learning how to cut a butternut squash and then the next night making a soup and being able to be like, I learned this whole new technique. I've been doing it wrong the whole time. So if you're not looking to be in a restaurant, What do you hope comes from culinary school? Because and we'll talk about the money in a second, but it's an investment to make just to be better at cutting butternut squash for your own personal dinner. So what was the I imagine you would talk with your parents about it a lot. You said there are a lot of opinions. So what is the goal? So for me, I think a big thing I'm lacking in my professional life is confidence and I kind of felt like I was faking it a little bit with the food stuff because everything I knew just came from practice in my own kitchen. And maybe I'd taken a recreational class, you know, once or twice. And I have family that's in the food business. So I've picked up tips from them. But if I'm telling, you know, a national magazine brand readers how to do something, I want to feel really confident that. I'm telling them tips that will actually work. And so for me, I think a lot of it is building confidence in my own skill set and also making myself competitive in this crazy world where we kind of need to be expected to do as much as possible Mm -hmm. with just one person. So right now, you know, I feel like I have the writing component down, but I want to be able to be the one cooking the food for the photo shoot and then also being the one who developed the recipe and takes the photo and styles the photo. Like my goal is to kind of be able to have all those tricks up my sleeve. And that's what I like about these these types of school, like specialized schools that people can go to, whether it's someone else in our office is going to school for art and business management, like very niche as opposed to just going to business school. Not that there's anything wrong with business school, but it I've, I know of people who are going to graduate school because they don't know what else to do or they want to delay things a little where yours seems to fit into a bigger picture, which I think is important when you're thinking about going back to school. And one of my professors actually uh, has written a lot for different media outlets, has written a couple of cookbooks, 
And he said he became a much stronger writer after having worked in restaurants because he felt like it's not until you make the mistakes yourself or you have to dice the onion a hundred times a week at wherever you're working and actually physically having the experience can then you really be able to provide people with great service. And so as part of the culinary school, I will be required to complete an internship in a restaurant kitchen, which definitely scares me. But at the same time, I think that will help me tremendously in the long run. It's so crazy to me that you're not confident as a cook because everything you cook is delicious. <laughs> I mean, it, it's every time you bring something into the office, it's amazing. So well, it's so funny to me that you that I feel like I text you questions all the time about how to cook things or what. And I believe you no matter what. Well, thank you. I'm glad you have such confidence in me because you can, to be fair, learn a lot of if you want to know how long to soak beans. We all have the Internet now. Absolutely. But what I found actually is sitting in class, I think about, wow, that's something that like I've looked up a million times and there's something about hearing someone say it and watching them do it that I feel like it'll stick with me and I won't have to Google it every time. And it's just kind of this knowledge that I think I'll retain. Okay, so let's talk money. Sure. Going to culinary school in New York City when, let's be frank, we work in media is not pocket money that we just have lying around. But you discovered something really cool within, which we're lucky that we work for a bigger business that I think people should know about when we talk a lot about benefits. You think of benefits at a, at a big business or wherever you might work as health insurance, 401k, maybe a subway card. But you discovered something pretty cool that I want you to tell people about so that they know that they need to read the fine print on the benefits website. (laughs) Sure. And I actually have our boss, Lori, to thank for this because I obviously approached our bosses when I was thinking about attending because now my Wednesday schedule is a little bit different. And when I approached them about it, Lori said, you should check to see if Time Inc. will cover any of this. And so I just reached out to HR and I can't believe like if I hadn't have done that and I might not have known because they're not paying for the entire school, but they're paying for a a good portion of it, about 25%. And I'll be able to get that back after I graduate. And that makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Every penny counts. And I think that's another reason that it made sense for me to wait until I was a little farther along in my career to go. If I had gone right out of college, I definitely would have needed more help from my parents who are still helping out. And I I recognize that I'm, you know, very lucky to have that support, but I also feel like I can chip in because I've had a chance to put some money in savings. And it helps that when you go to culinary school, you get to take home the vegetables and the food. Absolutely. And it's funny because at the end of every class, we're always like free food, like like lunch for the rest of the week. And then we're like, ah, actually, like this is, you know, what we paid for in our tuition. So yeah. like, it's technically not free. There's but, nothing free. Um, But Yes. Every night I'm bringing home like bags of veggies or rice salads and it's awesome. And you're eating healthier. Exactly. That's the good thing about going to a healthy culinary school. I was thinking about that on Tuesday when we were trying out different Thanksgiving recipes at work and it was like this indulgent stuffing. And I was like, thank God that tonight I'm going and I'm like making grains and like healthy (laughs) things because I'm like, if I was going to normal culinary school and tonight was like pastry, I'd be like totally screwed. (laughs) (laughs) So what was the first day of school like? So the first day, the first day was orientation 
And okay, skip orientation. Okay, because I was no going to say that was really awkward and no one talked to each other. Right. Okay. I, no one, everyone hates orientation. It's always awkward. And I was really nervous. I was like, no one's speaking to me. I'm not going to have any friends. That was on a Wednesday. Then we come back on Saturday and we all are putting on our uniforms for the first time. So I think that was a bonding experience in and of itself because there are a lot of parts to it and they really scared us. Like if you forget your hat, you can't walk into the kitchen and like all this stuff. So we're all in our outfits. And you have to get special shoes, right? We had to get special shoes. We have these houndstooth pants, which I called checkered on our test, and I got a point off, so they're houndstooth. <laughs> um, and then we have our jacket, which has our name on it, which is pretty cool, and then an apron, some t- side towels, a hat. Um, side towels. So, yeah, really, <laughs> so really letting our personal uh, fashion choices shine. But so we all walk into the kitchen, and I think everyone's a little nervous, but – the kitchen's pretty small and there's 16 of us. So very quickly, you're kind of on top of each other and we're working in teams and um, we, we've we gotten to know each other uh, pretty quickly. And, and now I feel like I have a good relationship with everyone in the class. With all 16 people? Well, one girl dropped out, actually. So I guess I didn't have a great relationship with her. <laughs> you she couldn't left. save her. <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone else I feel like I've definitely like had individual conversations with. I definitely feel like I have grown closer to a few people. And so we'll try and like work together uh, when we can. And but it's not like real school. Like people have their own lives and their own things going on. And I mean, I remember you talking to me about it saying you don't really think people to quote The Bachelor, people really aren't here to make friends. (laughs) Right. And and I think that's okay because I think it's sometimes nice to separate, you know, your close friends with this professional school setting. But now that I've grown closer with this one girl, Jessica, who actually happens to be a server at Italy, which is Mm. um, this amazing food hall restaurant place right near Real Simple's office. Like we've talked about Italy. Exactly. We've talked about going to happy hour one night, and I think something like that would also be fun, or even just studying together one day. Yeah, I mean, but your exams, studying for your exams involves chopping, sitting at home, right. just chopping. So onions. whoever has the best kitchen wins, and we'll go to their house. That's so f- I wish I could have studied like that in college. Now, how long have you been in school? I started August 10th. So if you could do it again— if you could go back knowing kind of what this school is like, do you do you still think you would have gone or do you still still think that it was worth it? Do you still think that you have a lot to learn or do you think you would have waited another year? No, I think I would have done it all the same, which I was nervous about when I started. I thought that there was a chance I might have regrets because there was another culinary school or there is one called ICE, Institute of Culinary Education, that's actually located in Real Simple's that's what I'm thinking of because you were really torn I was really nervous and every day Sam and I would go to the gym in our building and then we would pass this sign that said come join us and take classes at ICE and I'd be like is this a sign oh my gosh I'm being like haunted by whether I made the right decision but ultimately I decided on the natural gourmet because I felt like it'd be a more well-rounded education at ICE I would be attending pastry and baking which is a little more limiting. And so every class I've gone to, I think I've been a little bit more reassured in my decision because I've already gotten to take what I've learned and apply it, like I said. But do you think that you would want to 
Like, has it taught you a little bit that you know more than you thought you did? I guess that's I'm trying to figure out <laughs> if if you have more confidence than you thought. Maybe a little bit. And it is fun because I think a lot of other people in the class are really kind of in this limbo where they're trying to figure out what they want to do next. So it has given me confidence that I know what I'd want to do with my career. And it's pretty cool to tell people that I work at this magazine. But in terms of actual skills, I've actually felt like, wow, I really didn't know these things or wow, I've been doing it wrong. So but it just kind of justifies why I'm there. So stepping back and looking at these specialized schools in a more general way, because not everyone listening wants to go to culinary school necessarily. Maybe someone wants to go for creative writing or a specific type of business management or art school or whatever it is. What have you found has been essential in maintaining some kind of work-life balance? Um, how do you how do you make sure that you're not totally overwhelmed? Because you are working late some nights because you have to leave early for school and you have school all day Saturday, so your weekend is kind of shot. What do you do to keep yourself sane? Right. So I think I know that... you love cooking, but I just can't imagine you love cooking that much <laughs> that we need to be doing it five days a week, all day Saturday. No, it is draining, and I definitely don't want to pretend it's all all it... butternut squash and sunflower seeds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just what I was gonna say. Um, but so yeah, on the days when I'm at work, I I've been trying to be better about leaving on time and making sure that I have, you know, time to relax and time to see friends on the days that I'm not at school. And same thing with Sunday. I really try and use Sunday now to rest and get ahead for the week and just feel prepared. But overall, the schedule hasn't seemed crazy. Again, it's a year-long program and I've only been doing it for a month. And you haven't done it in the winter yet. So that could change. It's only going to get worse. You're right. It's going to be horrible. I'm going to want to go home and get in my pajamas. Yeah, on Saturday said, when you leave school at yeah. 6 o'clock and it's mid, looks like midnight outside. Yeah, and it, yeah exactly. Six feet snow. I mean, it's going to be great, though. And how has we talked so much about managing finances, and I imagine with your tuition bills now, how has it changed the way you manage money? Have you come up with like a new budgeting system for yourself? Like, How are you keeping track of your new added expenses? Yeah. So what's really great is I think with any school, there's a lot of different options in terms of payment plans, whether you're receiving financial aid or you have a scholarship or you're just paying the full price, but you get a decision in terms of how often you want to pay. So it's really just keeping track of when the next payment is due, kind of like you do rent. And so, you know, and I'm not a great budgeter, but just knowing when those payments are coming up and kind of like looking at my different accounts and just in general being more mindful of my spending. I have been able to save a lot of money, you know, with the food that I'm taking home and not spending dinner on or not spending money on dinner on Wednesday nights and lunch on Saturdays and things like that. And Do you get paper bills or electronic bills? I write them a check actually. Physically. Um, but so old school. I know. But it's only like four payments total. So it's not like I'm writing a check every week. And like I said, my parents are helping me, which is great so that if I feel like I can't make a payment, they can cover for me and then I can just owe them, which is another, I think, great way to do it. That's a nice benefit. Yes. So for people thinking about going to school 
and thinking about doing the research, what do you think are the most important things to look for in any school? Not necessarily culinary school, but just if you're looking to go to school, what are the most important general factors you think people should be looking for? I think definitely you want to pay attention to the alum and that network and find out where the people that have gone to the school are now working and are those places that you could see yourself. Obviously, if you can, reaching out to them and talking to them about their experience, doing your research with the website and seeing if there's anyone that is available to contact through there. And then what was really big for me is actually physically touring the school and being able to picture myself there and just being able to be really open and honest with the admissions team with like concerns I had about, you know, being, you know, do other students here have full-time jobs? Like how do they make that work? And just like I was saying earlier, really just trust your gut on whether you think this is the right time to go and where you decide to go. Because if I had let those, you know, I just have read a lot of articles about whether culinary school is worth the price. We had so many conversations about it. And um, if I had let that kind of take over my decision, I might not be going. Well, Grace, thank you so much for being here again. After we just spent the whole day together, now to drag you to a podcast studio. Talk about getting sick of each other. (laughs) But thank you for being here. Thank you for offering your advice. And for more from Grace, you can follow on along with her food adventures on her Instagram and food blog, Double Time. You can find them on Instagram at double T-H-Y-M-E or double dash T-H-Y-M-E dot com. She didn't. She wasn't going to say that, but I was going to say that the whole show. And the fact that Sam just got both those right, that, that was impressive. I'm, I'm their biggest fan. So be sure to follow along. You'll be able to see everything Grace is cooking. And thank you so much, Grace. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Adulthood Made Easy. If you have questions or topics you'd like me to cover in the future, just tweet them to me at Sam Zabel and I'll add them to my list. I'd like to thank our editor, Tim Einkel, and our producer, Kristen Meinzer. And if you're enjoying the show, don't forget to subscribe and rate and review the show in iTunes. The more people that review it, the easier it is for people to find the show. I'm Sam Zabel, and I'll see you next time.